morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. So, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the damn thing, the Bandit Radio Hour. We're in uh, we're in February now. We're not putting any numbers on the days. We're just letting see how it rolls. Uh, welcome. Where y'all are listening? We're jamming. Uh, I'm sitting along here, side with my co-producer, uh, not co-producer, main producer, Merce. What's going on, Merce? Only producer. My only producer. Yeah, we got a new uh for y'all. Those of y'all watching on YouTube, we got a new angle because uh, I actually watched one of the videos we put out which i hadn't really done i just listened to my own voice on spotify like the real narcissist that i am uh and i look like a psychopath whenever the camera is three feet away and i'm doing hand motions and gun gestures in all kinds of directions blame, blame it on the camera yeah we'll, we'll go we'll go with that uh so yeah welcome everybody we're here we're doing it uh how's your last week been melon boy oh and just that. Yeah. Then uh, helping some buddies get some watermelons in the dirt. So for come May, there'll be some fresh from Florida watermelons. Now, now here's my thing. Uh, well, it's not even my thing at all. I've never done melons in my life. But, like, it's completely different now than it used to be as far as, like, to, to describe exactly what you do. Well, I mean, yeah, well, now, like, yeah, the tractor, GPS is driving the tractor. I'm basically there monitoring, make sure it goes terribly wrong. You're sitting like, on a tractor just going, like, it's driving itself, and I'm supervising, which you need yeah. to, You need to supervise it. I'm not saying that's nothing. Yeah, no, it's it's come a long way, like, from when I first learned how, like, even from, like, me, when I first learned how to drive in, like, an open cab tractor, like, on yeah. a mower sitting there screaming behind you. Now it's, you know, I got the radio on and the air conditioner, and I got my little lunchbox down on the floor beside me. So. We, we got one tractor that is air conditioning, and that is wonderful, but everything else is exactly what you just described, just screaming mower behind you, open cab, you're breathing in all the dust, and on days like this, it's not that bad. Um, Summers are terrible. Terrible. Awful. It, it, I don't know. At least if you have an open cab, that is better than no cab. Those are ungodly. Those are awful. I've driven them sons of guns. I'm not. I'm not a big fan. Uh, but so yeah, what'd you do over the weekend? My ass was busy. But what'd you do? I didn't even talk to you over the weekend. Uh, a whole lot of nothing before melons. I feel like I was busy, but I don't remember what I was doing. Hang on. You mentioned something about Santeria. Oh, was that over the weekend? No, that wasn't over the weekend. That was like a year ago. All right, well, the hell with your weekend. What was this about? Because you never told it to me until right before we started recording. Oh, about the chicken. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, no, from down, like, not far down the road, there's the, the boat ramp. Right. That, we go to. that goes to the Peace River. Yeah. So it's public access. Side and, over there. Yeah. Randomly, we got a kick. We were going over for the summer. We pulled down, like, the one. We would just, like, drive down and, like, pull, like, way on off, like, this one spot. And we get out and, like, we start getting water. Like, something kind of smells. Like, what? what is that? Then we notice there's, like, a... Uh, some feathers or some and some flowers and we're like not putting really anything together yet and then we see a chicken head tied to some strings and we're like 
What? And then we get uh, sent back. And- well, 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 hang on, hang on. The the chicken head is tied to strings. Yeah, there's like a chicken head, and then like where the I guess its spine would be coming out of the head. Okay, that's all there is. It's a chicken head, and then they tied strings to like the base of his, the spine. And is that is that like hanging somewhere? Or? No, that's just like laying on the ground. In okay, this like circle thing. It's got these flowers and stuff around it. So we're like. Okay, that's some creepy voodoo right. stuff. We didn't know what it was, and one of my buddy was was with me, and um, KB, and he's like, oh, he's like, he's like, this is like some voodoo Miami voodoo stuff or whatever. He's like, I don't know what it is, but he's like, I've seen, I've seen or heard about this before, and um, we got back later and he called me. It's either it's either Mexicans or some really Hasidic Jews. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Santa, yeah, it's like a Santeria, and I was like, what? Like the song, which then. Blew my mind on like that right. part of the song. I had no idea what Santeria meant. I thought it was some kind of dance or something. I, I wasn't really super sure of it. But apparently, you do it like when there's somebody sick or dying, and you do it as like I a have... way for something. I don't know, but there's a whole process with the chicken and cutting off the head. And there is a Mexican cowboy I worked with. He uh, he was from Central Mexico, and he said his mother had cancer, and the doctors told her like she didn't have that long to live or whatever, but that they got a medicine man. And he said like where he's from, it's mostly native and not that much Spanish. Like, uh, but he said like the medicine man like did uh, everything from cracking an egg over her head while she was laying down and saying prayers over it to one of the crazy, or maybe, maybe just hovered the egg over her head and got the, Bad stuff out of her and crack so the egg later. Was it like a child's nursery rhyme where it's like crack an egg on your head, let the yolk run down? I don't I, I don't know what school you went to growing I up. I don't know, but that randomly went in my head for some reason. All right, but yeah, continue. Sure, whatever. Probably, I don't know why that song is like. Probably there's a reason. But uh, no, but one of the things that really stuck out to what he said, like the one thing I remember, he said, the ma- he said she had to drink the soup, but the main ingredient was a coyote he had to kill up in these certain kinds of mountains in Mexico, and he had to cut the black tip of the snout out, like the nose, and put it in the soup with these other spices and stuff, and she had to drink it. And he's like, my mama's still alive. She's still good. She's, you know, that was two or three years ago. She's okay. That's some holy horchata. Yeah, yeah, it's some, some wild... I do think there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about. Yeah. Like when it comes to things like healing herbs and remedies, like stuff, you know. I think there's some, I even think because of placebo, like snake oil can have an effect yeah. in certain. Well, they prove like placebos. Right. Like, I can really do things. Um, but uh, I, I think ever since we've had our medical asso- association bottleneck all the things you're allowed to. Uh, Rockefeller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was he a doctor? No, but he found out that uh, that most of the most of your medicines are petroleum based. So there's a reason why that's why that's modern medicine. That makes sense. And, he, I, like, and then any other thing like the holistic approaches or like the it was then labeled alternative medicine. Right, right. So it, Rockefeller. Yep, yep. It's it's you know like. Rockefeller is a really good example. I, I think both left wing and right wing could probably agree to this. Hell of a businessman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd say hell of a fascist. And when I say fascist, I don't even mean like he hated Jews or anything. Like I mean like a literal like economic, like I'm going to merge my corporation and what the government does together 
and my corporation is going to use the government to run the economy, and uh, or by you know it, and yeah, vice versa. Pretty, pretty yeah. good explanation. Yeah, um, and it. So, I mean, he wow, uh, he did it, but um. I mean, good for him. I mean, I mean, screw the rest of us. Screw but the, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, his, well played. Uh, yeah, well, well played. Yeah. Like you, you won. You won Monopoly. Nobody ever wins the game. Flip the board over. He, he, perm- he won the game for several generations, but it only like it, it, wait till it stands up to the test of time. Then that'll that all empires crumble in the face of that opponent. I just want um, a little place on Marvin Gardens and Afghanistan. No empires really taking over Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> they are strong little bastards down there. Um, yeah, give to them. No, yeah, yeah. For making like the average person's like fifty bucks a year is what their income is, and it's like, nah, we'll just keep throwing rocks at you, whether you're Romans or Americans or Russians. We'll, we'll, good job. So, what the hell are we talking about? Oh yeah, our week. Um, <clears throat> I actually hadn't done fence this week. Actually, it's been nice doing different stuff. Um. Servicing tractors and servicing equipment. And like, we're getting like, we got four tractors. Got a head catcher that how caked was it whenever you last saw it with mud and stains and everything? Like, had to take a shovel to clean it out half of that damn thing and pressure wash the rest. Um, Just so it get dirty again. And what was some, there was something wild that happened at work the past week. Can't remember it. It slipped my mind. Well, well, there was the car wreck that crashed into the hayfield. But I talked about that last episode. We forget who that was. No, nope. Never heard a report back. Um, well, you hear about the the guy from here, from Desoto. They got arrested in North Carolina. No, Matt Flores. <coughs> I guess he went to high school, but he must be a year too old for me. I don't remember him. It sounds really familiar. But I guess he was wanted. She. This is all. This is all supposedly. He hasn't been like. Convicted. So right, right. right. Allegedly. Is, allegedly, yeah. Our favorite uh, word. Yeah, allegedly he shot a guy in like north here in Wachula and then was on the run and people were like, there was like all this stuff like wanting. How long ago did he shoot him? It was like a week or two ago. Oh, wow. And then he was on the run. They couldn't find out where he was. Then in Okeechobee, a Lyft driver had gone missing. Founds out. And then they arrested him in North Carolina in the Lyft driver's car. And then like two days later, Whoa. they find the Lyft driver's body in Okeechobee. Whoa. So he killed, so he whacked, allegedly whacked mm-hmm. somebody in Wachula, drove to, got to Okeechobee somehow, got a lift, whacked that guy, and then got busted a high-speed chase in North Carolina, high on drugs. Whoa. And he graduated like a year above us in high school. At our school? Yeah. Oh, but I had to graduate in class of like 210. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's yeah. like national news. Florida like, man. Anytime Arcadia, Florida makes the news, it's never good. Proud. Proud I mean, Arcadia. The By the way, all right, side, so kind of relates to a little bit of a side skirt, but uh, have you seen the new Grand Theft Auto map for Grand Theft Auto 6? Oh, it's Florida. It's Florida. Sebring International. Sebring racetracks in it. Uh, And it's like, you you know. There's just one speed bump in our little town. There's just like a cow. I really think, well, I think Tampa's going to be in it and Sebring. And like, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be stuff like Arcadia isn't going to be in it, but it's going to kind of be in it. Yeah, there's like a big green, just nothingness area. And, you know, when I first heard about this game, and I don't know, Grand Theft Auto, like, I'm not going to do too many more culture rants on entertainment stuff, but when I found out, like, Grand Theft Auto, supposedly the main character is going to be a chick now, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, that's like making... 
Well, it's the, whatever she's going to want to identify as. No, yeah, probably. Come here, dude. I don't know. Rockstar is pretty based. They've always been pretty damn, like, almost South Parkish of, yeah. like, we're going to make fun of both sides from conspiracy theory nut jobs just blabbing on the internet and radio. Yeah, what was the crazy, Hi, everybody. What, what was the crazy white guy in the trailer in the, in uh, Grand Theft Auto Five? Well, that was the, uh, uh, there was the main protagonist you play as, or one of the three, uh, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor. Okay. Sorry, uh, yeah, Trevor. Uh, I was yeah. like, yeah, no, Trevor, Trevor is not, uh, Trevor's not in with the norm. No, 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 no. yeah, 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 no, not at all. He's like so woke, it's to an extreme level. Uh, it's how it's really however you want to play it at whatever time. It was brilliant thing. But when I heard found out it was gonna be a check, I was like, ah, the real this makes this probably gonna make me not like the game. I'm open to having my mind change, but then I found out like it's in Florida, and I'm like, all right, (laughs) sold. You got me. I want to see what Arcadia is like digitally and right. Right around calls have it. Way easier to just sleep your way to the top in Miami. Yes. And also, I mean, like, dude. Make ma- only, you don't even have to like rob banks, you just make like a OnlyFans thing and boom. Dude. An Instagram and you can make an Instagram and you're rich and What think about how different it'll be running from the cops. You've like yeah, what, you'd be slow in heels. What if you can get on like a swamp buggy and go through the Everglades? That'd be pretty cool. Hang on, you want to hear a pretty awesome story? So it's got, I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but I swear on my life, the story I was told, uh, a man I worked with had, uh, had a son that kept, uh, pr- quite frankly, breaking in and out of jail. <laughs> like kept getting, for like none, I think like nonviolent stuff. But anyways, he went away to some farm. Uh, he went away to some farm in like, like a kind of a rehab farm north of the Everglades. And one day the man I worked with got a call. And they said, hey, your son has escaped. And he has taken off barefoot into the Everglades. And, like, if you know Florida, like, Okeechobee's in the northern part of Florida. Uh, or not blah, not northern part of Florida. Nor- <laughs> northern part of the Everglades yeah. is what I meant. Uh, and so they said, like, he took off from Okeechobee and, like, running south. And we've lost him. We've had dogs on him for a day. Like, we can't find him. Uh, we're going to keep searching for like a couple more days. But we'll, he, So the guy tells me several days pass, they don't find a son. And he's like, oh, man, the worst has happened. Uh, it'd be like a week and a half later, he'd get a call from Key West, and it was a son going, hey, Dad, <laughs> <laughs> I made it. <laughs> and um, and like, as he tells me the story, I'm like, how did he get down the bridge? How? I mean, he must have. Got like, a boat or hopped a boat. And- dude. Are right. you just sipping a rum runner and sloppy joes? Uh, dude, there is actually so many traveling. I'll ask you, what's your craziest Florida travel story? Like how I traveled? No. Oh, I told you about the guy floating down the river. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, no, I mean, you. Like trying to float his way to the harbor. You traveling. Oh, me? Yeah. I don't know that I've got any crazy. I remember I had a uh, girlfriend when I graduated high school, and we were going to go down to Key West. And I swear to God, every part of this on my life is true, as best as I can recall. We're driving to Key West. We're going to cut, like, kind of around Miami. Uh, we got to drive, like, across the state and then down the state. And as we get to, around Miami, we stop off. I got to pee at a CVS. Or my, yeah, was, was, they were new CVSs back then. And I run in. That was after the Eckerd sold out. Yep, after they were long gone. Uh, but ran, ran in there. I start peeing. And then walks right beside me in the next urinal. 
I'm I'm six two. I'm a tall fella. And walks in like a six foot five or six foot six. Swole. Not not swole, but just big broad chested black guy who's sweating in a hat and a black tank top and some camouflage jeans. And he like runs in right beside me, stands up, goes, ah, starts loudly paying. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to finish as quick as I can and get the hell out of here. He goes, man, it's hot as hell out there, ain't it? And I'm like, yeah, I suppose. And he goes, as I get done, he eventually propositions me to, no, 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 he goes, man, listen, I got to get down to, what's that last town right before you get on the bridge to go to, to the Homestead keys. Homestead or Florida Ho- City? One of those two. He's yeah. like, I get- Homestead is like the actual town. <coughs> Florida City is like the little yeah. juncture at the yeah. base of the bridge. And, and he goes, uh, he goes, listen, I got, and I was driving my uh, Dodge Dakota, the silver bullet, that long bed. The dancing Dodge. The dancing Dodge. Uh, I was driving that, <clears throat> and he goes, listen, I'm going to be real with you. He goes, I got to get down to Homestead. And he goes, and I've been walking. He goes, I've come all the way from California. I just got out of the Army. Uh, I'm done, like, with all of that, and I'm trying to make it home to my mom. She's down in Homestead. He goes, can I please, please get a ride from you uh, and your girl? Or he didn't know about my girlfriend in the front seat, but I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little Huckleberry friend, 18 years old from Arcadia, Florida. I've been with you, and you've picked up hitchhikers. Yeah, so. it's just it's something now. Let's, let's roll the dice. <laughs> let's see what happens. You're going to be dead in a ditch one day. Yeah, but, <laughs> but let's, let's play it out. Let's fun adventure time. Uh, but anyways, I'm like, you know, go ahead, man. Let, jump up in the bed of the truck. And we we take off, and, I'm, and he tells me, like, you know, all you got to do is pull into, like, 7-Eleven down in Homestead or something like that and just drop me off and I'll walk. Uh, you know, it ain't going to hurt me riding in the bed of my truck. So we're riding, and as we uh, get down close to Homestead, he knocks on my little back window that uh, I could slide the glass open. Uh, uh, yes, sir. He goes, hey, man, you know, y'all been really nice. And uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, either one of y'all smoke weed? And at 18, and I'm more like five minutes from dropping him off. At 18, like, I think I think I'd smoked it, like, once or twice or something like that, but I wasn't, like, crazy about it, especially with my girlfriend. My girlfriend at the time, I was like, oh, not really. He goes, well, i tell you what. If y'all going down to Key West to have fun, just have this and have a good time. And he reached into his duffel bag and pulled out a handful of, to this day, is the most purple weed I'd ever seen in my life. Just a handful out of the duffel bag. Out of the duffel bag. Now, like, I don't... So are you smuggling drugs? Now that I'm telling the story, I'm genuinely <laughs> thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know about what it, but he had a whole duffel bag full of weed. I don't think he had a whole duffel bag. I would have smelled it, and it didn't. It didn't smell. It didn't smell at all. Like, but, but uh, that was a fun trip down to Key West because I looked at my girlfriend, and I think at the time I was like, "You don't want to do this, do I'm you?" I'm picturing like you in that the episode of. Um... Uh, South Park, the counselor. What's the counselor's name on South Park? Uh, Mr. Garrison. No, not Mr. Garrison. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Big head. You're Mr. Garrison. No, not Mr. Mr. Mackey. Yeah, Mr. Sorry, Mackey. that's who I was when picturing. When he finally gets high, he undoes his tie. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it was you're, a lot. You're like all uptight. Yes, Dude, sir. I was broke as, I was even more broke than I am now at 18. And me and her got some kind of deal. I think it's when like hotel apps were just starting to kind of come out. And it wasn't even a, uh, what are they now? Bed and uh, rent a bedroom. What, what the hell are they? Uh, Airbnb. Airbnb. It wasn't that, but we got a room on Duval street for like 115 bucks a night. And it was in a 
it was like a bar on bottom and like three bedroom on top. And you could rent one of the bedrooms for like a hundred, like, like a studio apartment. And we stayed there. And that was, that was an awesome week in Key West. I couldn't drink in any of the bars because I looked like a 12 year old. But when we finally decided to go to like a fancy restaurant to treat ourselves, they're like, do you want wine? And I'm like, I will drink all of your wine, ma'am. <laughs> like, I don't even like wine, but you're allowing me to. Sure. Let's, let's have fun. Uh, so you have fun road trips in Florida. I might have, looking back, I might have helped smuggle drugs. You would Unknowingly. It's been more than seven years. I yeah. Didn't do anything yeah, that's fine. There's no evidence, yeah. but. Uh, uh, he was really nice. Yeah. Which I'm sure. But anyways, so what about you? I don't know that I really got any, like, crazy Florida, like. You trips. do have several crazy stories rolled into one amazing Merce trivia fact. Haven't you hit, this should be seven years. You should be good. Haven't you ran over every species of game in Florida with your truck? Yeah. Yeah, I've hit what? a turkey, I've hit a deer, I've hit an alligator, I've hit a hog. Uh, I think there's more. You you named them off quite a bit one day. Yeah. I, oh, dude, I saw like a six-foot rattle. Not six-foot. I saw like a four-foot rattlesnake the other day. It's okay. Uh, I say mine's six-foot all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, whatever helps suppress them. <laughs> I was talking to one of the old Mexicans I used to work with the other day, and he gave me the nickname Lombriz. Uh, have I ever talked about that nickname on the podcast? No. No? All right. Yeah, so my nickname is Lombriz. Uh, and to all my Latino friends right now, they're probably laughing their ass off. Uh, but for those of you that don't know what it means, look it up your damn self, because to this day... What did I, you tell people it meant? Wild stallion. <laughs> and it worked out worked out so perfectly. <laughs> some, some little... Dumb Arcadian white girl would be like, oh, that's so unique. I'm like, yeah, you know, they got a lot of respect for me at the ranch. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you what it really means. <laughs> no one will know. Uh, but shit. Um, so that's what's been going on with me the last week, aside from a few side rants. So, yeah. All right. Getting into current events. Uh, there was something about a balloon. So, all right, uh, we're, we're going to dig into this a little bit. Merce, update us on, like, the official timeline story, because you were just nailing me with updates on, <laughs> nailing me, uh, updates on this thing as it happened. Okay, so basically some guy in China got a big condom and a helium canister. I like the enthusiasm. And somehow things went terribly wrong, and we ended up with this giant rover floating thing above us. And then it somehow got blown up over the Atlantic Ocean, but... But China's on chi the Pacific side, yeah. nurse. so that means it would have had to have crossed the entire country before they decided to do anything about it. D so then the conspiracy comes up with, did they know? Did they not know? The conspiracy or one of like a hundred that have spawned in my head since this I, started? I don't know. There, there's so many different angles to... But which what? one's the right angle? Yeah, I... 90 degrees. It, you son of a bitch. Yes, but don't be so obtuse. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but, um, no, so, I mean, on one hand, like, yes, they let it get all the way across the U.S. before they shot it. And I, I know, like, the main conspiracy theory is, like, oh, Biden let it happen because he's bought by China. And it's, like, and a lot of, I hear a lot from my right-wing friends, like, oh, China wants this war with the U.S. I really don't think China does. I think they want to buy off an influence as much as they possibly can to, you know, corner the market and keep selling to us and not let us get the common sense to sell to ourselves. However, 
I mean, could this have just been some dude in China that launched this? And don't China have satellites that could see anything a damn balloon could? Yeah. I, like I said, I'm still not 100% sure because China claimed it. And then, but you don't, you again, you don't know if it's like some college doing a test or. What's the last, uh, all right, I'm going to go back. The movie or, up. What's the last, like, catastrophic thing that came from China? The unspecified virus of unknown origin of yeah, a southeastern country. Let's go with that one. <laughs> uh, so here's my question. If you got satellites, you don't, you don't need a balloon for spying. But you would need a balloon. That's what I've heard. Bioweapon. Yeah. that Just drifted. Just drifted ac- across. But however. I'm, I was hoping it was going to be bats. Flame bats. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Give us the story on flame bats. Have we ever talked about that? Yeah, on we, the talked, fi- uh, we damn it. the flame bats. Yeah. Sen- essentially, they would, they would drop bats asleep with incendiary bombs from these little parachutes. <laughs> the very humane United States Air Force. <laughs> and then the theory was since most of Japan was made of wooden structure, the bats would then fly and roost in the buildings, and at which point the bombs that were set to delay like an hour, like a day later, would go woof, and then yeah. catch all the buildings on fire. Didn't some of the planes blow up on the way to do this? Oh, or yeah. Something? yeah. <laughs> like, they, they burned out barracks. <laughs> no, they, they destroyed way more American things than Good. Ja- Japan. Good old Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> Don't attach a bomb to me. Could you imagine being in that meeting? All right, hear me out. We're going to take some bats. <laughs> I don't want to be in that meeting. I don't want to be in the pitch meeting. I want to be in the, so Johnson, what happened with those bats? Oh, listen, sir. Uh, yeah, we had like a fleet of bombers. You know, everything was going according to plan. Going over Japan. I feel like I feel like he was late for it. He knew he had to like pitch an idea the next day. He didn't know what to come up with it. He got drunk with his buddies at the bar. Like they're like, and they're like they're hammered. Like, a genius. Yeah, I'm gonna write this down. This is great. And he's hung over the meeting. He's like reading it, like just reading it off. And he's like, we're gonna take. And then he's got to double down, like bats, <laughs> and we're gonna attach bombs to them and release them, and they'll catch fire because they normally go into house crevices. Yeah, wild, what wild. Um, but. Did I ever get to my, like, grand super conspiracy about the virus? And this is just, the, I have no evidence for this whatsoever. This is just me shooting in the dark. Can't This is all hypothetical. But, if I, so I heard, like, a lot of people say, you know, oh, they want you to, like, take the, vac- the vaccine so that you can be a slave to them or it can kill you off or something like that. And my, like, reasoning to opposing that was, like, if I was the bad, quote-unquote, bad guy in charge of all this and trying to orchestrate all this happening, if I was fill-in-the-blank, Bill Gates or George Soros or take your pick, I wouldn't want to, like, and all the people that support my causes are lined up to get this vaccine, I wouldn't want to kill them off. Those are the last, and leave all the rednecks that have guns. They're the last of us. No, we've already gone down there. We're not. We're not touching that again. It got all sticky. Uh, but uh, they, if I was going to do it, I would make a not so bad virus, and have everyone freak out. A lot of people grow skeptical of it, and then like let that almost be like a false flag for a real virus incoming. So there's a lot more hesitancy to getting the in that. That way, the depopulation. You you let your enemies from their resistance from your products. Well, you let that be their downfall in the end. You like 
get them. Because I've really been racking my mind since last episode. Like, yeah, just killed a mustard gas. Yeah, oh, dude. Did you ever hear about uh, another side history thing? You ever, Dominic's ammonia and Clorox. Did you ever hear about the zombie Russians in, of World War One with the mustard gas? No. Oh, damn. I can't remember the name of the battle. It's some crazy Russian town. Uh, but the Germans were, they were having, I can't remember where exactly this was, but the Germans were fighting the Russians. The Russians Germans were, fighting <laughs> Russians. Yeah, I know. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> the, one of the many times, World War One, And they have the Russians pinned down in this bunker. And the Germans are like, hey, we've been like using this mustard gas and it works so handily and we're all upwind of these Russians. We'll open some barrels of mustard gas and let it flow into their base. And they do that for like a day. And then they go, all right, seal it up. Let's put on our gas masks. Let's go in there and pick off the remaining ones. And uh, as they storm in, you know, mustard gas like eats your tissue away, like whatever it touches. There's still like a hundred half dead. I don't actually know the numbers off the top of my head. There's still many Russians still alive who are who have rags around, wrapped around their face that are bleeding, like their eyes are gone. They're, but they terrify the invading Germans so much, the Germans retreat and step over their own people while the Russians are killing them. The Russians whose skin is falling off and look like zombies. They're just a different breed over there. The Germans try this again two more times and never take the bunker. And none of the Russians had gas masks. None of the, like, they all just used cloth and covered themselves up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, crazy, crazy history rant. But anyways, balloon. I feel like that's scarier than a Nazi zombie. Russians up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. What's in, what nationality would you hate to fight the most of the average of that nationality? I'm going Russia. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's Russia. Russia. I don't want to bare knuckle fight a Russian that... Yeah, they're like spit their teeth out and laugh. Yeah. Have you seen the video of the dudes doing the workout with the bear helping yeah. them? Yeah. They're just, they're Florida man, but on steroids. No, yeah. They're, That's they're, what I meant. They're like. You know, the internet talks a lot of shit about Australia being dangerous and Florida being dangerous. I don't think it pays enough attention to Russia. And it's only because there's other Russians. Yeah. I mean, that's who's killed more Russians than anybody else is Russians. Russians have killed almost more people than everybody. I'd like to. I'd like to see some nerd out there get a graph chart of what, them in Genghis Khan. What nationality has the highest body count? Dude, I bet it is Russians, and I bet it's mostly them killing other Russians. Because even before communism, they just genocide the shit out of each other. But, anyways, that was all came from a balloon talk. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, what the hell else happened this week? Oh, okay. This was something I wanted. I, I feel like, you know, it was like two seasons ago. We said there was a uh, Elon Musk jar that we were going to take out and start putting money in because we keep bringing them up too much. We're going to have to do the same thing with uh, Jordan B. Peterson because I know I bring him up a lot, but the dude is getting more and more bonkers. It would bonkers ain't the right word. That shit crazy. It would seem, and it, it, I can't stress enough. I've said this a couple of episodes. I feel like almost no matter what the guy says or tweets or whatever, it will never outdo the the good. I really think he's done on like a lot of young people's lives with helping them develop and not feel so alone and stuff. Uh, but I'll preface this with I saw it like a couple of weeks ago. He was uh, advocating that we do uh, 
regime change in Iran. And let me just pick this apart for a second a little bit. This, this is something... No, no. How, how far back have you heard that Iran's about to get a nuke and bomb all of the Western world? Since I could remember. Our whole life, yeah. right? Like, pretty much ever since the Ayatollah took over. Uh, I ran. I heard that I ran. <laughs> yeah, and for the border. He was hungry for Taco Bell. Uh, but, uh, no, like, and I know there's a lot of, like, incremental evidence. I'm not going to say incremental. Conservative friends of mine show me quite a bit of evidence of, like, how bad things are in Iran and why this is evidence that we need to send in the troops to liberate the good people and yada yada. The same shit we've said like eight middle eastern countries so far and uh you know it's almost like something you really got to think about whether it's iran or it's ukraine or if that's afghanistan or kosovo when these like politicians and warmongers like talk about oh we need to go help these people in this country for humanitarian reasons like like we're trying to help these people that we care about them so much, we need to spend our money doing Why it. Why does it always get so much worse for them? Not only that, we support Saudi Arabia. Like, those same people that say all this, like, oh, we gotta, like, don't get me wrong, Iran probably, I, I don't want to live in Iran. I don't look, I don't want my money going to do shit there either. I mean, this in a negative way. I, I would love to travel most of the world. I have no desire to go to the Middle East. Just because it's hot. It is. And sandy. It does. I think it's like a dry heat. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I was like, ah. I don't even, I mean, I don't even really have a big desire to go to Egypt. Like, it's... My granddad went to Israel, and, uh, and don't get me wrong, he was, like, super uh, evangelical, but so he was, like, blown away from it from a Christian point of view. Uh, but he said, parts of it was beautiful. The other parts, I saw a man shit on the sidewalk in front of me, and I'm like, oh, oh that's... So I saw the same thing happen mm-hmm. in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, pick your poison. Uh, but, um... The shit were we just talking about? Sidewalks. No, that... that, that <laughs> don't I like those. Oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh, so, yeah, so Jordan Peterson... Thank you for picking me all the way up to speed. This is like... I, I truly believe what the CIA wants us to do is get involved in other countries because I think, not just CIA, but so many things wrapped up in the top. Wants to get involved in other countries because that takes Americans' eyes off of our rulers and onto other people's rulers, whether it's Xi Jinping. Did I say that right? I wouldn't know if you did or not. I think the leader of China. Yeah, I, think, I, did, yeah. I only ever read it. I don't yeah. ever hear it. I think that's a first. Uh, whether it's him, whether it's the freaking Shah of Iran, uh, you know, like even growing up, the last guy that ran Iran, you remember the dude? I don't even. Uh, his name's Allah Allah something something. Oh, that's uh, racist. <laughs> very, very much so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> turkey gobble, but um, but no. Uh, you remember him? He had the beard, like, but not like a big beard. I, I know not. not. You're just describing the most generic. <laughs> it looks like a western beard, and like he had like the black hair. Damn, it's all not that. Guy. He didn't. I, look... I pictured he had glasses. Mm, I think he had like really like, point. like thin. Black... But you know, I remember even good old Glenn he wore a Beck. black turban. No, this dude didn't wear didn't... no turbans or nothing. I he, he wore a black. The one. president of Iran. This guy was like the president. I remember seeing him at the United Nations. And it was always said like he was a Twelver, which was a radical Iranian that believed in bringing the Armageddon before he died. Dude, I heard that 20 times before. And then like he got out of office and a new guy took over and it's like, oh, they're not nuking anybody. Um, But I digress. 
if there's something tugging at your heartstrings, the first question you need to ask is, would this benefit the CIA and the central elites if I like wanted to give my money to this? And like flipping a country, yeah, like every single time it's helping them. But Jordan P. Peterson, who preaches you should clean your own room before you go out and try to fight the world, who lives in Canada, is talking about how we need regime change in Iran. So think about this. Canada. How have they been like the past five years on... Oh, on, it's America's hat. It is America's hat. It's been a shitty hat. <laughs> it's, it's time it's, for a new hat. Except for like the truckers and the people that are like... Not, not just the... Hang on. The truckers were like badass because it was neat seeing even radical like ass commies in that trucker convoy and I'm like, y'all, y'all are the good ones. I'm an American so I don't vote, have a vote or say so in Canada. <laughs> I don't pay attention to anything outside in of Canada, the borders. Uh, but uh, anything I've seen of Trudeau... I do not like him. Dude, it's awful, and it's... Uh, and I feel like a lot of Canadians don't either, but again, I, I don't... I think the ones outside of the cities. But I, I, think in the, I, I think when you live in cities, it's almost like you're putting on blinders. You, you have to, to adapt to... And I say this as a guy that's rarely ever lived in a city. Maybe I don't know what the shit I'm talking about with this. But you have to like bend your reality to how a city works. And that is a certain reality, but you get out of that and just go out in nature, and it's like it's different. Yeah, so it's. What, I asked I asked a, t- a question on Twitter the other day, and it was a a great example of this. I was like, you know, a man is born into the world like poor, like like that's the natural state of man. How can anyone like really argue against this? And one of the responses was, "Well, some people are born with rich fathers." I'm like. You don't get what I'm saying. Like, like humans naturally are very poor. Like, we don't have shit. Like, and you're like, but no, some people are born rich. It's like, yeah, the, yes, we but don't, don't have a lot of it. Like, like just in the wild. Like, no, sir, like we. Like, if you take twenty of us and put us on an island, we are screwed. Yeah. As far as compared to yeah, how we, our life we, is right now, we can't just go drink water out of a stream like another animal no. can. We have no claws. Yep. We're like tender skinned. We get cold. There's too much of that stuff. All we've got is opposable thumbs and a brain. Which is a nice benefit, but so much of that makes me feel like I need to argue against evolution. Just all the stuff. I'm like, how the hell did we... You know... Because we snuffed out anything else that (laughs) that tried. You know, it's not that I'm like super pro even creationist or anything, but you know what smelled like bullshit to me with the whole evolutionary theory? No, but oh. technically it'd be cow or bullshit would smell similar. I don't think donkey shit smells. Doesn't that smell like horse shit? Yeah, but again, I don't know. I was just like naming oh. some shit. They're eating the same grass. That's, shit is different. That's yeah. important. I digress. Um, but, but shit, I do digress. What the fuck did we, were we talking about before I shit? I this podcast is good shit. Yes, yes, it is. Um, I can't pause it. <laughs> but, <laughs> No, you're talking about regime. Let's see, we were talking about regime change. Then we were talking about uh, got oh, wet. The, the, talking about evolution. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Smells of Hang bullshit. Hang with us. Hang with us. Damn I'll, you! Ch- I'll ch- reel it back. I got, I got lost too in the, yep. in the shit pile. Yeah, a lot of shit. That's the name of this episode now. Uh, but um, it's a shitty name. So, what smelled funky about that growing up as a kid? It seemed like in school when we were taught the evolutionary theory. And don't get me wrong. I'm like down with it being a valid theory. I don't like any, have any like animosity towards the theory per se. 
It's how it was unacceptable to believe anything else. It was like, like that to me at even a very young age. Like I, you're telling me I have to pick between either believing a Bible or evolutionary theory as it's taught in this eighth grade biology textbook. And I have to, these are my only two options for. I've always thought it's been a combo. And I've kind of. Like the giraffe getting a longer neck. I can see that. But you can't tell me that, like, there's some stuff that just goes, I was like, okay, that makes no sense. And that's my thing. Like, I'm down with. I'm even. If if I die and I go to heaven and God, if there be one, says, like, hey, you jackass, every bit of evolutionary theory is true and I exist too or whatever. I'm like, oh, no big deal. Well, like I said, I'm not Hmm. saying that. God didn't like create things like allow things like evolve through there, but I don't think everything came from a fish that walked on land. Mm, things yeah. just to me diversified way too. And then there's like mm. some things that some animals can do. And I'm like, how? Did I ever talk about the bombardier beetle? Oh, the one that explodes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I did. Yeah. I just got no, the two there's some stuff that just yeah. the things that do it. I'm like, that's just not something that, that evolved. Uh, like it, and not in the what they're so certain. It's not even that it evolved. I'm down with all this stuff might have evolved from something. It's how they like predetermined in our textbook. This came from this, which made this and this duh, da da da. We've already figured out all of how reality came together with very few minor exceptions we have to tweak. And from a very young age, I'm like, yeah, if, if the, we manage not to completely destroy ourselves in the next hundred years, I feel like in the future they're like, oh, these idiots believe. Yeah, I mean, like, even a. Uh, you know, this, I think I've said it before, like the smartest guy in the world at the 1600s, like, yes, by his account, like smartest guy and probably should listen to him on a lot of stuff. Probably not on like human rights. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably not one of those. Uh, but anyways, I thought that was some neat stuff. Uh, but what the hell else happened from balloon talk to that? Um, oh, hey, did you see the everyone going satanic panic over the Grammys? Speaking of godly talk. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I didn't really, like, witness any of it, but I've seen the backlash and it's just stay in my news feed and stuff like that. That's the main thing I'm upset about is that it's taking up so much of my news feed. I don't um, care. Yeah, there's mostly, like, you know what? I mostly don't care about it, but there was something that kind of popped in my head. I can't remember if I read a chunk of it somewhere and I thought on it more, but... I think a lot of this pretending to be satanic, it reminds me of stuff from like the 80s and 90s that I used to hear like church people freak out about when there'd be like a metal group coming to town that was like Lamb of God or something like that. I know that's more like 2000s. Don't, don't play your record backwards. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of that stuff. Hell, my daddy couldn't dance because he's a Baptist. Uh, but I feel like a, a lot of even like satanic church and crap like that, which I think is very cringe and not based. Uh, I think that is a reaction to super uh, orthodox Christian. Like it's like a, a, a reflex to it. Um, however, you know, and for the most part, my, my first thought on all that is at best, it's mostly harmless people that are just trying to be edge lords that are being dumb about it. Um, but you know, the more of this, like I see, and then you could dip into it. It's hard for me to draw a hard line 
from like stuff like Balenciaga and uh, what's the Grove I've talked about, Bohemian Grove, to stuff like directly to this musical artist. Like I'm not that neck deep in the conspiracy theory rabbit hole. That's too many people knowing about too much of dark stuff to not let it out. When they're like, they're all like, yeah, you dressed as Satan, and I was like, my, I just watched your brother. Where art thou? So I mind like when what he says, like, nope, Satan has a bifurcated tail, and he's got the red pitchfork. Yeah, <laughs> George, dude, George Clooney nailed it in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he knocked it out of the park, old brother. Uh, no, but the uh, the the more I've kind of thought about it, I'm like, what if? There is no belief behind, like, acting cringy and satanic and stuff like that. Like, you know, you're just doing it for the lulls or just for the reactions. But what if even that, like, lighthearted nature, which I would think is innocent at first glance, but it'd be my first thought, like, edgy but innocent. What if, like, pretending to do that stuff morphs into, like, own, you know, artists are always, like, trying to push boundaries. And I'm not even saying, like, in a bad way. Like, people are trying to make new art, different art. I'm not even talking about modern art. I'm just talking about new, different stuff people haven't thought about. What if being, like, that edge lordy shit, what if that pushes you in such a certain direction that you start, like, embracing it a little too much? Like. Well, I think we're already at a point where people worship pop stars and celebrities more than they need to. You know, as a guy that doesn't really like frequent any religious sites or anything like that, but I find it all fascinating and love studying about it. I really think something's happened in the past hundred years where it's like throughout all of time for most people in most dominating cultures, it's like God is the most important thing. Like it is the most important thing. There is no like everything on this earth, the hell with it. Our interpretation of this figure is the most important thing. And whatever, and it's led to a bunch of, like, terrible stuff, too. <laughs> but, like, for the first time in the past, like, hundred years, as culture, it's not even like that's gotten rid of. They haven't gotten rid of religion. But it's like, it's not that important. It's not as important as... It's not the central, it's not first, it's... It's not as important as having a good time. It's not important as you feeling happy. Like stuff like like people like you go to tell someone in the 1800s, hey, are you happy? They're gonna be like, the fuck, are you talking about? <laughs> happy? I'm, I'm barely alive. I'm having diarrhea every day, and I'm praying to God Got to end it all. Fur. Like, so, dude, uh, the, uh, what, what brings me <laughs> rabbit fur? <laughs> God, Oregon Trail. Uh, but like, what brings me around to that is like, I think they've found. Even, like, I, I don't think you even have to be be any kind of believer to say, like, there was some unification around religion that brought, like, a society together. And, yes, they did, like, organize it in certain ways that were shitty. Like, I think of the Catholic Inquisition is, you know, religion. But also, I, I think it gave people something else to focus on before each other or besides themselves. And now you have this massive societal shift toward like it is all about me and I and it's like ooh that makes bad juju that and I, I wonder now we're gonna get off onto like a little bit of a hippy dippy thing I talked about this the first episode way back when if you haven't listened to it don't the audio's awful and we had no idea what we're doing even more so than we do now I was gonna say we're just still just yeah. it yep and it's, it's going alright uh 
But something, the more I've thought about it, the more it makes sense to me. And I guess it's simulation theory, but I don't like that. I feel like that has too much of a computery tone to it. And we don't, we can barely use this one. Yeah, we like it hardly. Uh, but, you know, it, I was having to like this awesome back porch discussion with my mother. And we were talking about like, you know, how can, especially now that I got kids, like if the Bible and Christianity is totally true, which I lean that way, how can like God, like, you know, and there, even take that out of it. If there is a God, how can he allow like such bad stuff to happen? And when I say bad stuff, I like images of Yemen pop in my mind of like some kids are just born there and just horrifying existence until they die. Like how cruel am I? The only way that makes sense to me is if this plane of existence like really doesn't matter or like it does matter, but not as much as we make it out to be. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I care very much for, like, my daughter and my son and my relatives and my family and community, and I'll do anything I can by them. But I really think this is a lot more of a testing ground. Well, I think a lot of religions point towards it as a testing ground for, like, your kind of inner way to find it. Um, you know, I just realized all this started back at Jordan Peterson talking about Iran, and I never got to the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so there is, on the chance of me sounding batshit insane, I'm going to make him sound even crazier for a second. So stand by one minute. I'm going to bring this back around. Uh, Jordan Peterson talking about Iran was not the crazy thing I was talking about. That was one little thing. The main thing I was, oh, I went away, Hangle. It was so good. If you haven't done so, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Thank you, sir. All right. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, hit the subscribe, hit a like, leave a comment. It All helps at out. Bandit Radio Hour. Yep. And Rumble. Do we? Are we doing We're the, on Rumble? the Rumble? I'm oh. not 100% sure what I'm doing with it, but some of the videos are going there, some are not, some are in limbo. Rumble's an odd platform. I haven't figured it out yet, but no. we're in the process. We're getting there. Uh, who, who was it? Uh, Ruben? That Dave Rubin? No, he did locals. Who invented Rumble? I can't remember. It was some Brett Buffer. No. <laughs> Let's get ready to Rumble. Was that that guy's or name? Bruce Buffer. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Bruce Buffer. You know he still does UFC. Yeah. Yeah, that I blew mean, my mind. What a gig. Yeah, you talk for ten seconds and you're done. You He's get... like the EA sports guy. All right, all right, Jordan Peterson. This, all right, can't stress it enough. Did a lot of good for people. But, Merce, I want to hear your reaction to this. Quote. My experience online has suggested to me that those who habitually use, quote, dude, and, quote, bro, are derisive, narcissistic, Machiavellian, sadistic trolls, concluded after reviewing thousands of derogatory and inflammatory comments. They use, quote, bra in diminutive nicknames and, quote, L-M-F-A-O and L-O-L and O-M-F-G as well. I feel like he's just describing, like, frat bros. Not, not even that. I think he's just... What, the, the people I like, feel that use that, that don't use bro and bra sarcastically, are just complete 
fratastic people, which then I think he but, is actually describing correctly. But he's saying the my experience online. So he's like, all this in the context of being online. And I don't know about you. This might just be a generational kind of boomer thing. He can't but, read. He can't read the con like the, the con- context. Like bruh, in. or yeah. like like I mean, I in real life. I will say bruh, like in a ghetto sense, like to my closest friends and my brother, but in like my regular business. I use it sarcastically. Yeah. Like over the top. But in the same way I do brother, like a dramatic, like movie call. Um, What the shit, Jordan? How how can you? I don't think, I don't think that generation picks up on sarcasm in words. They think they take everything like 100% literally. On the other hand, you know how like I've talked about how like good he is on certain things, but he totally misses the ball on others. Like that, that tape, that conservative table. You know he only eats beef? Oh yeah, dude. He's got weird diets. Dude, his whole, I'll give him this. He's got a hell of a history, dude. Yeah. Like he started out, I think we talked a little bit about it saying I won't be forced to use certain pronouns, kiss my ass, I'll if you arrest me, I'll go on hunger strike. Then he got addicted to barbiturates. <laughs> then he went to rehab. Then he has to eat a special diet or else he'll die. Yeah. Like, it's something like that. And so does his wife and so does his daughter. Yeah. Some wild. So, like, I, I got a lot of respect for him, but there's something about this, like, conservative table that doesn't sit level to me. There's always just a leg that's off and throws... Yeah, it's because he's Canadian. Well, yeah, no shit. I mean, that's the obvious thing. Like, <laughs> like, but even like, what was it? Uh, you know, Matt Walsh, the guy that made the terrific documentary, uh, "What Is a Woman?" Oh. Have you have you seen the commercials for it? Uh, yes. Where he's just going around, not even trolling, just asking basic biological questions to human beings and watching them explode. He's so good on so many things, but then I see this like. This, this group think with conservatives. And guys, I know I talk about y'all a lot. The, the reason I do is because I hate on y'all so much because I love you. I grew up around most of you. But it's like, he I think he tweeted out the other day, what a man wants is to come home to a wife that loves him and a bunch of kids that are going to do everything they can to preserve his legacy and honor. And I know I'm, but like, I don't even remember the last half of it. But that, that just start, every man wants. It's like, no. Like, you you jackass! It's got, it's got two letters. <laughs> <laughs> it's got two legs, uh, yeah. but that the, like there's, and depending on like the person, like there's such a, I, I don't know, there's there's such a gambit of human existence across every spectrum, like to narrow to just group everybody. I feel like so many people that do live that way that do want that. I don't think there's anything one wrong with wanting exactly no, what I think he just you can't said. Generalize it. No. Because there's like the, the freaks like me that are like, uh-uh, <laughs> this smells this smells like people are getting pitchforky. But I know, I don't know, some people, on one hand, there's like a part of me that's like, yeah, but they wouldn't like ever push it to a certain limit. Or they're like making laws against that. But then I'll see like another tweet where it's like, we should make laws against this. I'm like, oh shit, y'all are scary if y'all have power. Uh, it could go either way. Um, so, yeah, all right, I'm off the Canadian. I know we dabbled a little bit, a little bit of this and with, with the Grammy talk and the society moving talk. But, Merce, are demons real? Yes. Yeah, yeah he didn't want to talk about this, and I, I actually wanted I don't, to. I don't like it, yeah, he actually got a Bible out and put it by him. This is <laughs> New King James. <laughs> Hope that translation works. But, by the way, speaking of those, 
one of the best like scenes I think ever in any piece of media I've seen when it comes to like a, a malevolent dark force like moving against somebody and they have to use religion against it. It's the awesome American flick known as The Mummy, starring ben, Brendan Fraser. But uh, you remember the little Habib guy who's, yeah. who, who's like always outrunning them and stuff? It's whenever they first resurrect the mummy, and the mummy corners this Habib guy in like a corner. He's like about to, you know, eat part of him or whatever. And the Habib, the uh, I say Habib, I mean like Middle Eastern dude. I thought his name was Habib, but it's, it's are you a, just gonna go to another generic? <laughs> another generic racist rant, I suppose. But he he like undoes his shirt, and he's got like all these gold chains, and he starts pulling them out. And the first one he pulls out is like the Muslim one with the moon. And he starts praying in Islam. Nothing happens. He pulls out a cross, starts praying and and. Uh, and freaking what is it latin nothing happens he pulls out the star of david and starts pre uh, praying in hebrew and the, the mummy goes oh language of the slaves you're hebrew all right no you'll be my little lackey all right i won't eat you and i'm like what a genius move to just be like i'm gonna pray to every god there is and hope one of them battles this demonic asshole genius absolutely genius but no the reason I wanted to get into this, all right, little bit of simulation theory. We're poking back around. I really don't think this is the realist reality there is. I think, like I said, simulation is such a gay word, but it's something close to a simulation that tests us. I think these, like, angels and demons and stuff, which I tend to believe in without any whole lot of feels in that and not a whole lot of evidence, I think there's stuff, like, poking through. All right, good juicy question. Have you ever had any experiences? I don't think so. No, I've like known people that like swear up and down and like say, "Dude," I'm just like, but I I personally can't rem- like remember or think of anything that, or if I did, it's so locked in the vault. And there's a good part of me that's also like like I remember growing up here, like not even let's take even like really like. Uh, religious stuff out of it, just demons and angels, but like even just really mysterious out there things. You know, I grew up hearing old timers and people who I have never heard lie about anything else. And one of them, like being a sweet old lady that covered for us underage drinking that Merce remembers was a saint and not, uh, I, I remember them talking about things. And one part of my mind does say, like, you know, this could just be overactive human imagination. Seeing something you don't recognize and trying to make sense out of it and your brain taking over, trying to connect the dots. Dude, she said this. All right, this is the story of Aunt Dot. Now, she was driving uh, down Pine Level Road. This was back, like, in the 60s. And she lived out on 72. And as she was going down Pine Level Road, how she describes it, and my mom told me this while I was staying at the lakes, and it horrified me trying to picture this. As she came around the bridge, something came across the road that had the arms and legs, like it was like built like a humanoid. I said she wouldn't use that word, but that's what she was describing, like something with like a human figure to it. Right. But its legs and arms were covered in moss. Pure moss. She said, I recognize the moss like Spanish moss, and its body was almost like something like a mannequin that like looked almost fake and plastic as it like ran across the road in front of her. It almost made her wreck, and then she hauled ass and got out of there. And uh, in the words of her son on another date, 
Every now and then when I looked at mama's speedometer, I noticed it was clocking out over 100. <laughs> Whatever, like we're cruising. So it's like she knew how to get on it. So, all right, you give me a story like that. I just know you've heard some old swamp tale. I mean, I don't know. I've heard people like seeing crazy things. I don't really have a whole lot of, um, I've heard, I mean, some of buddies that one time swore they saw an alien or something in the woods, uh, I can't remember the details. I remember who was telling me, but they, they, they were like three or four of them were out one night, and they were swearing like they saw something. I've seen weird stuff. I don't... All right. I really don't have something, but I don't play with this. I don't mess with it. <laughs> Merce don't even do scary I'm movies. Sure, I'm sure it could be right in front of me, and I would just be so like, la, 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 la. I think there's so much stuff we haven't... Dis- and don't get me wrong. I know a lot of this... I'm going on a lot of faith, and like I, I admit that. But, ooh, when I... I'm, and I'm aware a lot of the stories that you hear are probably horseshit in one way or another. Yeah. Like it's either them, somebody confusing something or outright lying just to, Hey, I did hear one good theory, like to counter my native beliefs. Uh, you've heard of the Irish Banshee, right? Have you ever heard of that? Maybe. So in Irish mythology, there was a uh, wild spirit called a Banshee that would scream really loud right. and, uh, and run around I heard an explanation for what that might be, and I'm like, man, I don't even want banshees to exist, but I want this explanation to be true. They're like, this was really big in Ireland, right? And the parents would say, like, it'd be on, at nighttime, it would come out around the house and start screaming, and the kids better shut up and go to sleep and better. Was, parents were screwing and telling the kids you better go to sleep when you start hearing screaming and yelling because the banshee's coming to get you. And I'm like, I feel more comfortable. (laughs) Ah, but that's fine. It's like, you know, whatever, a really good channel to check out any of this stuff. I feel like does a good job of saying like, what are the chances of this being bullshit? And what are the chances of this being true is a bedtime stories. And they do it while telling a really, I think their first priority is telling an entertaining story. And then towards the end of it going, all right, how true is this actually? I I definitely believe there's crazy, there's real things out there. There's stuff we can't explain, but I'm also the type that's like, I don't go looking for it. It won't find me. And see, it's not, the official narrative, like I'll give it a, it's not that I won't give it a chance. You know, I heard this like put beautifully the other day. I feel like the reason even you and I, and like we weren't recording or anything, but I mean, we were pretty right about all of the, the big changes the past couple of years. We we're pretty right about that, right? Got a pretty good track record between ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like if you just start from the position of, I think the official narrative is full of shit and I just need some evidence to show me otherwise. Like, I'm, I'm completely open yeah, to... Yeah, there's a lot of, that eh, doesn't sound right. Yeah, there's a whole lot of, you're just going to have to trust the experts. Yeah. And it's whether that's in defense and or... there's the, just been this legislation passed that you can never question or challenge yeah. the result ever again. And it's getting... I feel like that power structure has actually been there for a solid they're hundred years. like children, because now they're like, Balloon! <laughs> Yeah, they are. <laughs> like, dude, I feel like that. Uh, there's so much stuff we've been bottlenecked and limited off of. That's why the speculation kind of runs rampant with me from from what could be real to what couldn't. However, Illuminati's just a step too far. That's too, I don't think Jay-Z and Beyonce are doing little diamond gay things to show you. But that, that's something that's always confused me about that conspiracy theory. Why would you show off 
being in the conspiracy. Like, if you're really good at conspiracies, you're hiding it from everybody, right? What's the point of a conspiracy? I think mean, it's the conspiracy within the conspiracy. Or to like George W. Bush, like we've said before on South Park, like, whoops, y'all <laughs> behind me. Think this, please. Yeah. But, all right, guys. I was kind of all over the place tonight. I'm going to admit that. Sorry, not sorry. Part of the show. But we're going to end it with a new little segment we're, we're doing. Bandits hypotheticals until we get a better word for it. Merce, if you could be, or, you know, if I've heard this question put a lot of ways. Like, uh, what would be the worst war to ever be in? And, like, you know, I hear a lot of World War One, Civil War, uh, Vietnam's a good contender, I think. Uh, anything against Genghis Khan. But no, no, no. If you had to pick the best war and best army to be in during that war, and you're a grunt, like, on the front lines, what's your best case scenario? Like, you have to go to a war. What war are you picking? I'm a Spanish conquistador invading South America, the Aztecs. Now, because they took the capital city, no casualties. I, I saw him writing this. I asked the question before I saw him writing this down. I'm like, Aztecs and Spaniards? Like, that seems shitty. He's like, no Spaniards die. I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I have impenetrable armor, gunpowder, and a vi- like, anytime I sneeze, they die. And God's on your side. Oh, of course. That, of that course. too. Yeah, yeah. they go, where they go? Some sharp glass? Yeah. And, and they're going to invite me in and give me all their gold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I take Spanish conquistador for the win. 500 See, I was, I was so... Uh, I wish I'd have thought about it a little bit harder because I was just like, World War II soldier. Because at least, at least it's something kind of quickish, it seems. It's either a bullet shooting you or it's a bomb exploding you. Or I hope I'm close to the blast. And not like just out of the blast zone of it where it's god awful living the rest of my life. Or you're getting shot down at 30,000 feet and then just like uh, slow. Like, I'm not in a plane. I'm not in a boat. That's my two rules. That's um, where so many boats and planes. I, How do you think they got you to the battle? I don't blindfold me and put me in a crate. I don't <laughs> care. I'm not this in isn't a Call of Duty. You don't just press the start <laughs> button. <laughs> I want to start on the beach. <laughs> I want them to do the part where they jump me over the what? Like, dude, that. Uh-uh. That's the one way. You're either going in a boat or you're jumping out of the plane. I'd rather jump out of a plane. If I had to pick, if I uh, go into war between a boat or a plane, I'm picking a plane because at least you hit the ground. At least it's over there. Nobody's gotten stuck up there. That's a shitty drop, but at least... Uh, dude, I'll never forget that Pearl Harbor movie, which, for the most part, isn't that good of a movie. I liked it when I was 14 and it came out, but... uh remember the part with the dudes like stuck in the ship and they can't get to them and they're trying oh. to cut through and I was always like, you just got to sit there and kind of drown. Yeah. With your thoughts. Yep. You're just... Or you're just stuck in a cabin where you can't, don't have any air yeah. and you're slowly running out. Nope. Nope. No, no, none of that. It's no dark. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. I was trying to make this a more funner segment than Florida Man. But yeah, I guess... when you asked me like the battle, I was like, it's like, what could be the most one-sided war I could go to? <laughs> What's the best genocide I could pick? Yeah, where, or... where we don't get that bad of repercussions? Or I could be a Sarasan against the Child's Crusade. I feel like I feel like they went pretty pretty flawless. I feel like I reference Child's Crusade way too much, but what? it just applies to so many situations. Ahmed, what are they sending after us? Are they children or are they midgets? They really, Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> they really they really answered the questions. How many eight-year-olds could you take in a fight? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All that Europe has to send. They did not even put them on horses, man. <laughs> oh, 
oh, dude. Like, what? That's another one of those, like, you're around the Catholic diocese or whatever it is. Like, the, like hey, guys, I got an idea about these Muslims in the Holy Land. Hear me out. Hear me out. We got a lot of mouths. We got a lot of mouths to feed. Am I right? Am I? There's not a lot of food. There's not a lot. Just take the kids, march them south. This was the guy that's the bat's ancestor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For, for, this is Johnson's great, great, great yeah, grandfather. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It's just. A, it's like a Forrest Gump lineage yeah. of people with terrible ideas. Uh, wow. Holy shit. Well, guys, we've been yapping for a minute. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter, like and subscribe, all that fun shit. I hope y'all like the new camera angle. I hope I look a little bit less like a psychopath. I hope y'all like Mercer's hands. He's still kind of Wilsoning it a little bit, not as much. Anyways, follow us on everything, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, like and subscribe. We'll catch y'all next week. Y'all stay classy. Banded out. <laughs>